T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Grand Bigs. Bigs time. Bigs. Report with Brad Biggs. Big time. Big Z. His name is Brad Biggs. Brad Biggs talks football with you. <laughs> Molly and Hawk, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 the score. Molly out today. Time to talk Super Bowl with the football man from the Chicago Tribune, Brad Biggs. And Brad Biggs joins us on the Circus Sports Illinois Hotline. Download the Circus Sports app today. Good morning, Brad. How's it going? Morning, Dave. What's going on? So, how about that game? First half, mm. yeah. second half, lived up to the height. Overtime, yes, absolutely. That's the way you want your football season to end. In overtime, with that kind of drama, with that kind of celebration, that was a game that was worth staying up for. Yeah, fantastic, uh, fantastic end to the season. Terrific football game when when it's tied late in the fourth quarter. When it's going overtime, you uh, it, it's compelling. And um, man, what a what a turn of events because they start the overtime and the Forty ers are on offense and it just I'm sure everybody watching kind of agreed. It just looked like that Chiefs defense didn't have a whole lot left to give. Like it it was spent. And um, drive stalls out, field goal, and then Patrick Mahomes um, made it clear why uh, he continues to be the greatest uh, quarterback uh, on the planet. Leads the Chiefs right down and uh, to an- another title. And next year, shoot, they've got a chance to, uh, I think, become only the second uh, franchise ever to three-peat. No doubt good, about good it. Good luck with that. Yeah, good luck it'll, with it'll that. Be, it'll be a tall task, but they, they had a tall task this season, and I think it's a great example of when you have that position right, it makes up for a, a lot of deficiencies elsewhere. That offensive line struggled, particularly in the first half. Mm-hmm. You thought that Kansas City would have more success running the football. The 49ers had been vulnerable. Uh, the run D late in the regular season and in the playoffs, and that wasn't the case. They couldn't run it, so heck of a game. And Mahomes leads the Chiefs in rushing with 66 yards, the first quarterback to lead his team in passing and rushing in a victory since Steve Young and the 49ers back in the day. Brad, let's go back to the overtime decision because there's not a lot 
of data available. There's not a lot of analytics to look at because of the overtime rules changes that are relatively new and recent. But if you're Kyle Shanahan and you win the coin flip, explain to me, we've been talking about this, what your thought is in taking the ball. Why not Why not def, you know, kick, play defense so you know what you're looking at? Did that surprise you? I'm not going to say I was surprised. I was more curious. I'm not going to say I was surprised because, like you said, we don't have a lot of data. We haven't seen this situation really arise much. The thought process, I believe, for the 49ers was that by taking the ball to begin overtime, had the game been tied after two possessions, San Francisco would then have the ball first and what would then be sudden death mm-hmm. for score wins. So from that standpoint, I, I looked at it and I'm like, okay, like I can, I can see that. Uh, and um, I, I don't know that that's why the 49ers ultimately lost the football game. It'll, it'll get a heck of a lot of discussion. There's no question about that. But um, you know they uh, they had to kick some field goals and um, they, they didn't get a stop when they needed to and and really um, they had Jennings open there when they're near the goal line on their overtime possession and and Purdy wasn't able to get to him because he was under pressure uh, if if that's a touchdown play there I, I don't think we're talking about the you know, the the choice, but it, it's a worthy discussion. Um, I, I could see Kyle Shanahan's thinking there, like, because if it goes to sudden death, you sure as heck want the ball um, in your hands, but it's not sudden, it's not sudden death, go, right? Yeah, it, it did not get to a third possession. Right. I can understand that. So I, I think, obviously, the focus should be on the Chiefs winning this game. They did more to win it than the 49ers did to lose it. But I do want to pick a little bit more at the 49ers and the negligence of Christian McCaffrey in the third quarter. He scores a touchdown and then only has three touches going into the fourth quarter. After that point, I was very surprised that McCaffrey was ignored to that degree because the the 49er offense stalled at that point and needed some solutions. and, And I think that's an obvious one. And Brad, I, I look at it as you know another example. There, Kyle Shanahan has a double-digit lead. He does stays away from his best player, and all of a sudden, here come the Chiefs. Yeah, and you just you you knew that Kansas City was built for this. Like they've done that. They've trailed by ten points in the postseason before, and turned out to be just fine. So, could could they have gotten him the ball more? Yeah. Did they things kind of peter out for him offensively there for a bit? Certainly looked that way. I wonder, you know, to what degree or if there there were some adjustments by the Chiefs. If, did Kansas City make a slight change to try to uh, cover up some of the holes that were there early on? But but I think that's a, a fair question because he, he's certainly their best uh, offensive weapon. And he, and he proved that in that game, and um, he was dangerous as a receiver uh, as well. And they and they did get him the ball. Uh, some coming out of the backfield shoot, he led them 
uh, in receiving as well. And, and really, you know, credit to the Chiefs secondary. I thought they did a really nice job mm-hmm. on uh, Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel. Those guys were targeted a ton and didn't have a whole lot of production at the end of the night. Won't get a lot of attention today as the coronation of Mahomes continues and the dynasty talk resumes. But I do think that when you look at this game, it's impossible not to point out how special teams played a significant role. They had the muffed punt that hit the back of the leg of Luter and recovered by the Chiefs. You had the blocked extra point, which changed the complexion of the game. The 49ers lost the special teams battle, and that was a huge difference, Brad. Yeah, yeah, a huge difference. And, and for the most part, it was it was pretty good special teams by both sides. When you talk about uh, those coverage units on the punt teams, I mean, those, those punters were hitting some nice balls, uh, forcing fair catches, but that was, uh, that was well played. If, if you like to see, uh, you know, some of those, uh, you know, grind it out big 10 style football, uh, you, you got a little bit of that flavor there uh, with all the punts, but, the um, black extra point, it, I, that's almost more on the kicker. You know, you watch the replay of that, and mm-hmm. like, boy, that is way, way too low. Uh, and the rookie kicker, you're going to have some, um, some ups and downs with him. But a decided advantage for the Chiefs at, at, at the end uh, on special teams. And that's what you would have thought going in. Like, they've, they're the team that's got Harrison Butker, who uh, is, is fantastic from – long range. Uh, they're the team that, that's got some dangerous return guys. They're the team with the coordinator that's been doing it at a high level for a very long time. So they appeared to be the one that would have the edge in, in that area. And uh, that was the case. The 49ers were not uh, up to that level. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. What do you think was going through the head of Robbie Gold when that PAT was blocked? That's the guy who replaced him. Yeah. I mean, did he text you? Wait, he. No, no, I haven't, haven't uh, 
caught up with Robbie in a long time. That's a bad miss, Brad. That's going to stay. You're right. It was a low kick. It was something you don't want to see happen in the Super Bowl. Maybe the regular season finale or the preseason that's allowed and all these things. But, you know, it's the Super Bowl. You can't miss a PAT. No, it's bad. Like, it's there's bad. no there's no way around it. Yeah, it's bad. All right, speaking of Bears, and, so let, let, let's let the takeaway question. It comes up every year after a champion is crowned, and you look at the Chiefs, and it's all about Mahomes. But is there anything that you see in the way that they won this championship, the second in a row, that relates to the way the Bears are trying to build a championship team themselves? Uh, that's hard. That's really hard. I, I think, you know, your, your first takeaway is the, the Bears played the Chiefs, and, and we all know that that game was, uh, <clears throat> you know, really bad for them, 41-10. to 10. I think the Bears got better as the season uh, went along. If you are a person who requires more evidence as to why they are going to draft a quarterback at number one, and it's no longer a question, and I wrote this coming out of the Senior Bowl, it's not a question of are they going to draft a quarterback or build around Justin. The question now is it's very clear, which quarterback are they going to draft, mm-hmm. okay? Like the, the Fields thing has has run its course. But you watch that game, and it's going to be difficult for them it's difficult for all the teams that are looking for their own Patrick Mahomes to get that guy that's near that level. But you've got to have that player if you want to annually chase a championship. You have to have an elite quarterback, a guy that can make up for the shortcomings of the players around him. We talked about poor offensive line play for the Chiefs, particularly early in that game. Um, an issue. Who's he throwing the ball to? You know, I know Rasheed Rice, the rookie, right. had a nice. Um, he, he had a nice rookie season. He really did, and he looks like he's going to be a, a, a pretty uh, talented player moving forward. Like the McCall Hardman catches the game-winning touchdown. The the Jets dumped him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marquez Valdez Scantling caught a touchdown pass. So it's the quarterback that raises the level of everyone else up I mean, that that's the takeaway for me that's kind of where i'm at the the, uh, the combine's going to start two weeks from today david um draft preparation is going to hit uh high gear and and that's uh where the bears are going to be going you know we've seen the reports that it would take what was the term a historic haul for the bears to right. trade the pick well, here's my interpretation. Hey, guys, um, yeah, we're not going to trade uh, the first pick, but Justin's available. We have operators standing by at Hallis Hall right now. Uh, so, so call now. Hey, call if now. If you're interested in Justin. Here's the number. Yeah. No, seriously. Right. Like, that's, that, that's the interpretation there uh, for me. 1-800-I'll-fleece-you. I, that, there's there's no doubt that that report was planted with that in mind because he is open for business. It's unlikely they're going to deal it. And, Brad, I do think that's the takeaway. 
I do think that when you look at what happened last night, it was a reminder, all the conversations that we have about, you know what they could get for that number one overall pick. Yeah, you could build the roster. You could have the best roster in the National Football League, like the 49ers do. And it's still, if you have a better quarterback, a guy who elevates everybody else, you'd rather have that, wouldn't you? Isn't that the biggest takeaway from yesterday? Yeah, and and even Purdy, like Purdy's performance this season just blows away anything the Bears have had ever, right? ever. Like if you took that Purdy season from this year and you said, well, match this up against Bears quarterbacks for the last 100 years, you'd be like, oh, well, yeah, I mean, it stands atop all of them. Uh, and, and yet Purdy is not in that class with, Mahomes, I mean, the guy's been to four Super Bowls. He's he's the MVP of three of them, right? You know, yes. it's it's uh, it, it's remarkable, and there's going to be continued studies of his greatness and comparisons. And I, and I know that some people get rubbed the wrong way when people throw out the Michael Jordan comparison, but I think it's legit and fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, because this, this this guy's at his prime. He's 28 years old. Like this is uh, this is not going to slow down. I don't know if Kansas City will be back next season. They're going to have a lot of work to do. They're going to lose some guys. It's going to be a different looking team. But with Mahomes, you bet your bottom dollar when the season kicks off, that's a team that's got a chance to play into February a year from now. They won back to back Super Bowls after trading Tyreek Hill. Of course, they will be back. Yeah. That's that's not unrealistic. All right, Brad. Right, so how- which is it's crazy. Yeah, which is nuts. Top five wide receiver, we could do it uh, without him, and they could do it without him be- because the quarterback's that good. So let me ask you this. We were talking about this last segment. How did the 49ers interpret this loss? Because you're right. I think Brock Purdy played well enough to win that game. He didn't win it for them, but he didn't lose it either. And I think when you look at his numbers, it's hard to envision wanting to move on from that because of his consistency and because he is capable. But Brad, I do wonder what they're thinking once the emotion wears off and the dust settles. Do you expect Brock Purdy to be the 49ers starter next year, or do you think they might consider an upgrade in free agency? Oh no, uh, no, they're they're all in on Purdy. Okay, I, I, I they're all in on Purdy. Now it's gonna be it's gonna be really interesting to see what the Forty ers do this off season because they're going to have some players with some contracts that are getting uh, bigger in terms of cap hits and and stuff of that nature. So some difficult decisions will need to be made. Do they? kind of keep kicking the can down the road and hang on to all of them? Do they make some tough calls on a player or two? Uh, I think Brandon Ayuk could be up for a contract. Uh, so, you know, in terms of uh, finances, it will be interesting to see what they do, and we won't have any answers on that anytime soon. Would they do something as dramatic as, Trading Tyreek Hill, probably not, right? Right. And top five wide receiver. But you see some of these elite teams from time to time make a stunning decision. And I think getting rid of Hill at the time was stunning for Kansas City. 
but some some decisions to be made, and, and they're going to have more uh, in the near future, talking 2025, 2026 for uh, the 49ers uh, as well. But still a, you know, right now you look at the NFC, who do you like better than them at the beginning of the next season? Nobody. I, I, Not the Lions. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, nobody. Brad, 30 seconds before we let you go. How did you interpret Kevin Warren's letter on a Friday, of course, to season ticket holders announcing the 8% increase for a seven-win team? For season ticket holders. Yeah, I, I, I think that's, I think that's a, a tough ask. I think that's a tough ask for uh, the customers when it's that steep. Like, mm-hmm. you figure there's probably going to be an increase. I think that's asking a lot. Uh, for a team that hasn't been able to uh, win a playoff game in a very, very uh, long time. They made some improvements. Yeah, you can point to uh, DJ Moore and Montez Sweat, uh, but at the end, and they won at home. Maybe, maybe that's what kind of emboldened them a little bit. But the 8% average, I, I thought it was a little bit high, uh, but you know what? I'm not one of those consumers. I don't have season tickets. I don't buy tickets. Uh, so it, you probably need to ask the people that are uh, putting down their hard-earned money for that. Great stuff, Brad. Appreciate your time. Have a great day. You too. Brad Biggs, football man for the Chicago Tribune. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.